welcome to the comic book rundown. Check out our previous coverage. Check out our last episode and some other ones. I have not run down. It's like yeah. 70 to 75, 161 through 66. 330, 30 nope, 3, yeah, 338 through 342. That was close. I actually had the other two right as well. Nice. Yeah. Well done. And that was only your first or your second time. Right? I'm impressed. Usually by the sixth one I get it all right. I was going to say, now you're going to fuck it up for the rest of the oh, time. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> So uh, yeah, we're 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 still still on Beauty and the Beast. So same art, same everything. Um, take it away. So we get um, Drew, and we're gonna get a little bit of uh, insight into Drew's life and why he are the way he are. Mm-hmm. And um, we find out that his dad is a piece of shit, abusive asshole. Yep. Uh, we get a flashback to when he was a kid, and um, oh no, this isn't a flashback. This is like literally. Oh, see that when day. the art style shifted right you me right because he looks like a little kid right there instead of like this punk ass little bitch right here but anyways um but no see because he yells at his, oh, his dad right. yelling at yeah. him like i'm not 18 anymore i'm not a little kid or i'm yeah. 18 i'm not a little kid anymore what are you gonna do to me huh yeah and then his dad's like uh i'm gonna go beat your mom again what basically, do you think about that basically um but Sella, you know shows up and she leaves the book uh what sitting on the dash of his car uh, either the dash or the seat i can't remember yeah. But he he, Art he is yeah weird. he finds the book and he starts you know into the story and we get you know the beast uh, going after uh, Jezebel yep and uh, he's pissed because you know she you she know, was taken from him yeah and this is where I got confused with the art style because I thought this was Jezebel wait that's not Jezebel nope this is the jilted lover that cursed him oh see okay yeah. I- don't get me wrong, like, I, I really like this picture because oh, yeah, she looks awesome. Oh, it's beautiful art. But Again, uh, I didn't realize that. It, it's, it's, the art style is great for, because, like, even this picture with the Beast being all shot looks amazing. But the storytelling element of it does not flow well. And yeah. that is the only issue I see with this. Yeah, well, especially since you can't tell the characters apart. Exactly. Because you're right. Because yeah. now, right here, she looks like Sella. So guess, it's. Again, yeah. you, it, I don't know. But anyways, but she's like, you know, you're running out of time. You better figure this shit out. Like, you almost changed. And he's like, yeah, she almost changed me. No, that's no, not no, it, dude. No, it, it was, you, know, you have to change for yourself, but he doesn't, he can't figure that out. And this, you know, so he's like, what the fuck ever? I'm going to go get her back. Mm-hmm. So he literally storms the castle. Uh, he gets hit like uh, fucking Leonidas in 300. Dude, he is taking he looks arrows. Like, he, he, he ends up looking like a... a Porcupine, he's, yeah, he's pin cushion. yeah, and uh, but he's still going, you know. He's uh, uh, at some point in time, we get a Cthulhu esque creature in here, yeah. Uh, that was weird. At first, I thought they were supposed to be the chains, I, I don't know what's, but I don't, I don't know because uh, it's not his horns, and maybe it's just blood splatter. Well, he I does know. lose a horn at some point in time, doesn't he? I mean, he so one of his horns is was kind off. of already capped off, yeah, and he, so he might lose a little bit that of that, might have been the one I saw, okay. This. But no, I do like how whenever he is attacking, 
like the one guy he attacks and takes off an eyeball. Yeah. Along with his, the guy's jaw. I mean, that happens. You get enough pressure underneath there and just goes the weasel. Uh, <laughs> I am, the one thing I am impressed with, though, takes off this guy's arm and cuts off some of his fingers. That is impressive. Yeah. Maybe it was like where like the, the, the fingers caught the arm and the thumb caught the hand, maybe? Because, I mean, he's got some big hands. He does. Uh, but anyway, so... Oh, um, and then also the one here, he was able to slice his guys half. Yeah, yeah. with nothing. But anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, but we get um, George, yep. or Jorge, as he <laughs> likes to be called. Um, he's guarding Jezebel, and uh, the beast's like, you know, spare, flee now and I'll spare your life. And he's like, never, I'll protect her, you know... She, She's not yours. I know that you've, you can, you're going to have to kill me to get to her. All right. And uh, so... He princess brides her, as you wish. Yeah. <laughs> and princess brides him. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and he fucking wrecks old Jorge here, rips his arms off. Dude, he, he uh, black knights him. Yeah. If you guys know Mighty Python, you'll get that reference. <laughs> and, uh, like, he's left there, you know, armless and bleeding. And, you know, he's like, I'm so sorry, you know, to Jezebel and... Uh, the beast like, now you will come with me. And she's like, no, fuck you. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And she runs up to the... Do not blame her one bit. Yeah. And she runs up to the uh, highest room in the tallest tower. And uh, he's like, you know, you, I will give you everything. You'll need for nothing. You'll be mine. And she's like, nope. And yeets herself off the side of the building. <laughs> Lands directly in front of George or Jorge. Lands like uh, Lloyd in uh, um, Dumb and Dumber on the uh, guitar pack. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was gonna go with like either Black Widow or Kamora. Oh, oh. That was not as high fiving over the death of somebody that's really sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Black Widow. Well, actually, they both were sad. They were both sad. Yeah. Like anyway, at least one of them was willing. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, spoiler alert uh, <laughs> for a five year old movie. Look, all right. Some people were in the blip and they didn't get to see that movie. <laughs> that was good. Thank All right. You. <laughs> but because he couldn't change and just, like he, because of the path he was going down, now he can't. The curse is he is forever a beast. Yeah, he he can't lift the curse. He's done. It's he's fucked. He he didn't understand what love actually was, mm-hmm. and uh, see what what really gets me though <clears throat> is. Uh, it just says that he has to find love. It doesn't say that she has to love him back, right? In this one. I actually have the book. I can look. Versus the tablet I tend to always use. Um, let's see. Beast which reflects in herself. The only way to break this curse was to find true love. Something of which he seemed capable. So, yeah, just find... I mean, ultimately, true love usually reciprocates it. Fair. But, but he did find it, and she rejected him. But she didn't actually reject him. She loved him for what he was, a friend. But that's not the love he was looking for. But it's the love that probably could have saved him. Probably. If he would have opened If he just eyes. accepted it, yeah. Exactly. Well, anyways. Too late now. But uh, So then we go back to Drew, and he's uh, got out his nine, getting ready to bust a cap. Well, he well played, okay, he's rethinking it. Right he now. realizes... I'm, this is stupid. Yeah, why would I do this? Why would I be this kind of asshole? You know, I, I'm, I am overblowing this thing. And he's like, I just need to get the fuck out of here. Yep. And But then he looks up. 
and he sees um, Steve and uh, Jenna, and uh, you know they're like, "Hey, I had a great time," and they're getting ready to, you know, kiss. And he decides he's going to uh, um, pistol whip old Steve-O. Yep. And um, he tells Jenna, you know, he's like, you know, you're, you're mine or nobody's. And she's like, look, just just calm down. You don't need to do this. And he's like, you know, he's like, I, I love you. You're the only one for me. He's like, you have no idea what I'm capable of. And she's like, look, you just need to just relax. I know, you know, we're both at fault here. You know, it's well, it's so, nothing but, we can't step back from right well, now. Well, that, but she also points out, like, you're you, this all is not your fault. This is your dad's fault. She yeah. points it out you that are, you can be a good person. Yeah. You are capable because she was he was yeah. to her before for the most part. Yeah, and, and you know she's like you are capable of being a good person. I know you are, and uh, he's just like you know it, it's you know it is it isn't all my fault, and he's like I can't end up like my dad. Yep, and he blows his own brains out, gives her trauma for the rest of her life. Right, like she. The art for this is one impressive that he's able to blow his whole terrifying right blow his whole face off from the chin. But yeah, no, she is gonna have that image in her in her brain for the rest of her life. And, and this, we also the very end picture we get here is um, Sela, and she's like, you know, that's that's not how this was supposed to be. You know, everybody's supposed to make the right choices. She's like, every time I try to get these people to make the right choices, they keep not doing it which and made me have to go back so because on the next the next story we're going to talk about is three little pigs and that is going to be a big thing it's a turning point sort of yeah sort of um but about that the first time i ever read this i just thought three little pigs was the like oh so this is the bad thing and and whatever's going on but re-looking back on the first two volumes there were times, Goldilocks. Um, uh, shit, what were some of the other ones we've done? Oh, uh, Red uh, Riding Hood. Uh, well, so not Red Riding Hood, Cinderella, or, yeah. Blackbeard. Um, no, Bluebeard. Bluebeard. Yeah. So there were times where those were like, yeah, the outcome was not the way it should have been because something happened along the way, translations got lost, and the outcome became bad. Yeah. And so thinking back on it, oh, that the next story that we're going to that you guys will hear that we're going to talk about makes a little more sense. Plus, we're going to start popping in the annuals um, kind of sort of close to where they're supposed to be when they came out, which will give us more backstory to what's going on. The next the the second annual. Because we've already covered the first annual that was in the last set we did. Where Belinda comes in, takes over Sella's little reading project for the kids. Um, the next annual is like the Vegas, where those two are in Vegas, which takes place after the volume two end story of Belinda and Sella meeting for the first time. Yeah. And Belinda changing Sella a little bit. So. We've got stories coming up that's going to slot everything um, storyline-wise correctly. They're just out of order. <laughs> but, I mean, I also don't think when this started coming out... They were like planning the, on... Well, yeah, and I've said it numerous times. Um, from issue one to, like, issue 70, they're covering actual Grim Fairy Tales. And then from, like, 70 to 
100, well, actually 70 on, um, it just becomes Sella Mathers is the main character. And now it's a tale about her, and they've kind of gone away from the fairy tales. Which is not a bad thing. There's only so many fairy tales you can cover. And then so many you can cover twice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's that. Um, that's the end of this. I just want to give a little retrospective on, <laughs> on that thing. Uh, but, yeah, that's the end of this uh, episode.